sound like well, I don't say he sound like most, but most sound. I, I heard elements of most in some of his songs. You know, uh when I was listening to him, and so but it would yeah, it, it was yeah, nice. Think, yeah, there's I think there's a I think there's a definite influence there. Yeah, I think from from him the most. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so yeah, I was listening right. to that earlier. So, welcome everybody live here on YouTube, War Media, doing it once again. It's a Wednesday. Uh, 8.30, uh, just about here in Chicago, and about 6.30, uh, here we go. Our, our first guest has just jumped on. At uh, about 6.30 out there in uh, Orange County, California, where Dave is. And this is in the building. This is maybe the biggest in the building episode that we've had yet. We've done 20 official episodes and a couple other you know, bonus ones, I would say. Our very first episode had a brother, uh, one of our guests, well, yeah, our only guest was a brother named Fillmore Green on that very first episode back in the summer. And uh, we get to welcome on our 20th episode one of his closest collaborators, a man he would call his brother. And I was called one of the best beat makers, producers going right now in hip hop music and maybe the best in Chicago right now, who Chicago's produced. Rashid Hadi, welcome. What's good? What's good? Peace, y'all. Yeah, What's good, it. brother? Man, I'm just chilling, man. Just chilling, man. Just, you know what I'm saying? Working through this pandemic and all of that and just getting this music together, man. You know? No doubt, no doubt. Glad to have you on, bro, like I said. Man. You know, we had... Uh, we had Phil on for our first show that we did of, of this format back in the summer, late summer. And uh, having you on now, man, is, is, a, is a treat. Because, man, you've been you been picked up, man, in the past few months, man. You, you've been <laughs> dropping a lot of shit, man. I, I, it's, it's, it's getting hard to catch. Because, like, you know, we go back a little bit with you, me and Dave, man. And, and we was one – we was among this – I think I consider ourselves among this group of people who – was urging you on for a while, like, man, will we gonna hear some more shit, Rashi? Will we, will we gonna, you know, you gonna drop some, and, and you be cool but about it. You be like, I got, I got some, I got some. And <laughs> you weren't playing, man. It's like yeah. the past, the past year plus, man, you've been steady coming with it, whether it's with your, with your group, Gold Standard Collective, all those brothers, mm -hmm. you know, Phil and Neek and, you know all these all these cats, man, or or just under your own name, man. You've really been doing it, you know, doing it heavy. And uh, you know, you put out this project uh, just a, a few weeks ago with Prime Meridian. Yeah. You know, uh, Prime Diesel, which we definitely gonna get into. Yeah. You know, man, it's just really a pleasure to see you out here, man. This really take like this has not been the greatest time the past year for artists, and you know. A lot of talking, but we've talked to a lot of artists, and they've you know, you guys can't get out and tour, you can't do out and promote things like the way you want. But you know, you, you've been making up for that by just putting out a lot of hot shit, man. And Thank I you, definitely congratulate you on that, man. Thank you, no, I appreciate it, man. You know, hard work, man. That's all that you know. But I said it before, you <laughs> know, once, once the records start coming out, they're gonna be it's gonna be like a lot of releases dropping like frequently okay. you know 
because I had so much music in the stash, so many projects that I had planned on coming out. You know, the Prime Diesel record, that that album is um, about 12, 13 years in the making, you know? So yeah, see, like, I'm, I'm gonna talk about that, because like, <laughs> no, 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 the thing, it's like, man, I was hearing joints on there. I was like, man, I, yeah, these some of these joints are about six, seven years old. At least I was bumping them when I was in Wisconsin, man. That was like oh, 11, 12, you know. Right. Those, those like who know know. Shot Towns finest and everything. Them, yeah. But, but those, but but those joints are so timeless. Like those are real anthem joints, man. Yeah. Like you know, yeah. in yeah. the mood, like you know. Hey, there's them them joints you could bump forever, man. But I'm glad. I'm so I'm really glad that you put those that you you know because those those were Lucy's. Yeah, and yeah. They were if you were if you were on the blogs and stuff, you would see those those tracks. But to have them together in a complete package now really is 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 a good thing. I think for people who who weren't who weren't listening to you years ago, they could catch up and see this. This performance and plus the prime meridian man is, is one of the most essential groups in chicago hip-hop whether you talking about underground or or uh pop you know i you know you definitely need to listen to those brothers shout out to race shout out to simeon you know yes yes uh, dave is just dave is, is jumping he wanted he wanted to talk about about <laughs> what about your stuff especially the, the prime diesel so go ahead Dave. yeah oh thank you yeah, uh, I listened to Sunday Gospel about 20 damn times. We've, we've had our conversations as far as me trying to find samples. And that one, you know, I think, you know, with that album, you, you did a real good job with blending samples. So you're not going to catch them. Right, right, so like right. That, so like that or I Shine. Um, like, you can't catch them samples. And I sure as hell tried. So like, <laughs> yeah, you know, that that's like a goal of mine to uh... – to to make sure they they real like you know what I'm saying manipulated if that's the right word I want to use like yeah just manipulated in the right way and and just turn into something else you know than the original the original sample song that I sampled you but know? you know but I but I th but at the same time though I don't think you should take well, I hope you wouldn't take any offense from someone finding the sample because I think if anything that creates it creates a greater appreciation for what you do. Yeah, so like yeah. Because when, when I reached out to you and you did, and I and the jams and breeze sample, I was like, that. <laughs> no, I mean the way you flip that and they even be able to pull it from a Beatles sample is what made that even really, you know, or the, the Sarah Vaughn sample. We were even no one even knew she was still putting out shit at that time. Right, right. And you yeah, took it and you know you blended it into something real smooth. Yeah. And I, and on and on Deli Slice, you did something uh, similar too. What the hell was that song? You can't see me. Um, the the Roberta Flag joint. That's all I'm going. Okay, okay, you know about that one. Okay, yeah, yeah. You <laughs> no, I, I definitely admire that because uh, you know it's it's a lot of stuff is not really that easy. I, I try to make it not too easy to catch. Now you know that beat in particular, like uh, you can't see me. I actually made that original beat. Um, in 2002 i made that beat original beat in 2002 wow. and i just rapped on it you know recently so <laughs> yeah so that that let that kind of let people know you know because like that it's like that sound of that record is is more of like today's sound 
or at least within the past 10 years, you could say, you know, versus uh, 2002. So I, I was on a whole nother page. You know, I played that beat oh, yeah. for people back then and they like, oh, yeah, yeah. What else you got? What else you got? You know, so, <laughs> you I, know, people yeah. don't be thinking ahead, man. They weren't they weren't catching. Yeah, they, they, don't, they, they, don't, catch be, with you. they don't be that, thinking ahead, man. That or, <laughs> even, that or even when you. But pull, see, oh, sorry. No, go ahead, go ahead, then. I was gonna say that, or even when you uh, tomorrow on on you and Fillmore Green's first joint. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, so, and that's been pulled, and that's been used a couple, t- and that's been used two times before. But your flip of it probably was the best of the three. I can't even remember what what the I to- did. It, it was the what is his name? The uh, the love the, the love we share is greater than them all. By Tom, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's uh that was that was say that was say hello by Jay Z on uh, American Gangster mm. and that was uh, Double O and Kids in the Hall. I can't mm. give the name of their song, but they pulled they both used that beat. But I think yours was probably the in no disrespect to Double O or was that Toop who did say hello? But mm. you know I I think you probably pulled the, oh yeah you know, yeah blended the, that beat the best of them all because that was a hard one to figure out. Yeah, that that's another old one. I you know, I want to say that's probably 2008, 2009ish, maybe 2010. I don't know, some somewhere in that area. It's definitely from let, let us, a decade us. before the decade, last decade. Okay. That's why I can't even I can't even remember what I, I, I touched on that joint. Like I can't even remember what I touched on that joint like, you know. <laughs> that's why I said them beasts is like a little bit older. You know, I remember you had hit me up and you was asking me about the uh, the Philly joint, the Jams and Bree, and I was like, man, I <laughs> I literally can't remember what what it is. But as soon as I saw the uh, the cover, I was like, okay, I do got that record. I and then you know what I did? I went back and I listened to the whole album, and I was like, man, I sampled every song on this motherfucker. <laughs> I sampled every song on that joint. You know, like uh, Neek's uh, joint, uh, Love Greater, is on there too. You know, on that Blackbird joint, uh, but uh, and I heard a couple other beats that I hadn't even um, put out yet. Like I've played them at beat shows, and I was like, "Damn, okay, that's what this is from." You know, I couldn't, I just didn't put it together. Like I didn't even know all those beats was from the same album. It's like, <laughs> yeah, I, I flipped like every song on there, every song. <laughs> let's bring it. Let's bring it back a little bit to uh, the the present, because. Um, mm. And and let me let me let me remind everybody that uh, we got Drez coming up, and, uh, Mr. Drez from Black Sheep coming up at the top of the hour. I'm real glad to have him on the show too, and have you two meet you two meet. You know, I'm, it's, I'm really it's, it's funny you got Drez because uh, everybody used to, you know, I don't really look too much like him now, especially with my facial hair. But prior to this, <laughs> and you know, with my curly hair and stuff, they be calling me Little Drez, like my man. Uh, DJ Scrap Dirty, he'd be calling me uh, Dress Black Sheep. Uh, <laughs> so it was funny right. that y'all had him on here. <laughs> that's what's up. That's yeah. I think that's a little bit of a of a of a meant to be type situation there, man. Yeah, that's yeah. crazy. <laughs> yeah, we we I, did a I, show I wanna, back in the day. Oh, yeah, did a show. Y'all did y'all did do a show. I was gonna ask, did you ever meet him before? You you did a yeah. show with him? Yeah, I met him. Oh, um, uh, I don't. I can't remember what year it was, but. Uh, it might have been 2011, 2013, 12, something like that. 
But uh, yeah, we did a show. Um, uh, I want to say, I can't even remember where, man. But I know definitely, uh, we definitely, we definitely rocked the show together, same stage. Let's let's see if he remembered. But uh, man, I I know you remember this. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I mean, (laughs) with you guys, you could never tell with you guys. But uh, I I want to talk about, man. You know, you got a little bit of an added exposure this week. You know, uh, the big uh, Philly feature by I got Evan F. Moore in, in the Sun Times, and yeah, you got a yeah. nice salute, picture salute. in there yourself. Yeah. yeah, that was a great, you know, salute definitely to Evan, man. I, I was I was really glad to see that type of story be put in that, you know, in a paper like that, where it's not a like it seemed like so many times when you listen, when you hear about rappers in Chicago making the news, it's either because they shot somebody or they done got shot or, or, or it's about, you know, you know, chance giving some money to somebody or something, you know, but that was, but that was a story where it was really about a man and his creativity and what he's doing to survive and, and, and thrive in, in a, in a, you know, a tenuous situation that we in right now. Right. And, you know, you got to shout it out. You got a, in the nice picture too. I think was, was that from the, uh, the release party? For, yep. Chicago Third World City. Chicago Third World City. Yeah, yep. that was a great picture. I saw. I saw Phil. He posted up something where he had. He he was buying the the paper in the store, in the Asian. <laughs> Asian folks. Like, oh, I see. Yeah, yeah. They <laughs> love, like you. They always love my name. Like they always love my name, man. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> that that's that's really dope. Though, what'd you think about that when you saw that? Man, I was just mind blown. You know, it, it felt like it was definitely a, um, a, um, like a just a uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Just a, like a landmark of like where we at so far, you know. And because um, man, you know, what I'm saying you grow up looking at Chicago Sun Times and you see other artists in there in the entertainment section. So you know, and, and I mean, the best part about it is that one, you know. It's not talking about no violence or nobody getting killed, like, you know what I'm saying, as far as hip-hop goes or just in general, you know, nobody getting killed. It's something positive, you know. It's it's a, it's a brand-new artist to a lot of people, you know, and, and, and it's good for the people that already know about me and Fillmore to see us in there because it's like, oh, man, those are the guys, they in, they in the newspaper, you know. So it just it just bring that good energy, man, and... and Keep things in the right perspective because, you know, things get get too carried away with this hip hop stuff sometimes, especially when it comes to the media. You know, it, it get a little too carried away with uh, the artists they be putting on there. So, man, it's, right. it's just good. It's just good that, um, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's a spotlight on, you know what I'm saying, one of the good guys, man. Definitely. definitely. Yeah. I, I, we definitely kind of classify both of y'all. As the good guys, both in, in what y'all do and how y'all move, and it's yeah. got you know it's I, it's definitely got to be encouraging. Got to be another one of those things that lets you know that you you moving in the right direction. Oh, absolutely, man. That's just like that's just letting us know. That's just letting us know right there. We we taking the right steps. You know, um, you know, we took a vow to go ahead and turn it up a notch and, and get more content out there. If people love our music and, and they want to hear it, we need to give them more music. Why make them wait forever for a new album 
and stuff. When we could, when we do this, we make we make music all the time. So it, now it's the time for us to just kick it up, just like Philly said in the article. You know, it's time to really just kick it up and and um and get these records out, man. Because it's like now or never, pretty much. Like we don't have all the time in the world to just be jumping around on stage and <laughs> banging out music super loud at uh at 2 a.m and stuff you know we you don't have forever to do that <laughs> so that's, we gotta enjoy that we've learned over the past year you know but there's something that we've all learned over the past year you know we ain't got off we all ain't got forever you know yeah. we gotta make the most out of out of our moments right now you know true indeed true indeed yeah. hey, you know what just to before we get too deep in it i wanted to i don't know if anybody's ever asked this but what where is your influence come from and I remember you mentioning an album way back, and I get too much in the weeds with it, but you said your uncle was yeah. a music producer as well. Yeah, that was on uh, 808s and High D, where I was uh, mentioning him. You know, he was, um, you know, God rest, God, God bless his soul, but um, he was, uh, you know, a jazz musician, played, you know, he played the bass with um, Ramsey Lewis Trio and Young Holt Unlimited. And uh, L.D. Young is his name. So, you know, he's he he's put out plenty of classics, Grammy Award winning artists, you know, responsible for a lot of classic hip hop songs as far as sampling goes. You know, DJ Premier definitely done been there. Pete Rock done be definitely been there and, and all kind mm -hmm. of people. So, yeah, man, even, you know, what I'm saying if you think about it, one of my like it's funny. <clears throat> One of the beats that made me get into hip hop, period, you know, because growing up here in Chicago, especially on the West Side, we was in the house music. It was house music, DJ Waxmaster, D-Man. You know what I'm saying? It was like house yeah. music. Everybody's listening to house music. Percolator, you know, there's some holes okay, right. in this house, you know, <laughs> beat that bitch with a bat, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. But uh, anyway, you know, uh, I started hanging around the hip hop cats and, um, you know, they was DJing, doing graffiti, breakdancing. And, um, you know what I'm saying? They was listening to hip hop. So one day the song uh, Return of the Quickly Dodgers came on. And uh, that was on the, uh, what was that, Clocker soundtrack, you know, it had yes, sir. Yeah. Uh, uh, Chub Rock, um, OC. Yeah, OC was on there, right? Yeah, OC. Yeah, OC and, uh, and J Rule. And J. Rule, yeah. And um, that beat just made me be like, yo, that's what I, that's the type of music I want to make. Because I always knew I wanted to make music. I just didn't know what. But I knew I wanted to make, like, whatever sounded the best to me. And when I heard that come on, I was like, wow, that's amazing, you know. So, you know, fast forward some years, be you know what I'm saying, getting to know how to learn how to make beats and stuff. So I get into getting records and stuff like that right so <clears throat> i came across a box of records that my um one of my uncles had um in his uh closet and uh so i'm going through the records pull out a record put the needle down the sample plays bloom 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 yeah so I'm like, damn, yeah. wow, I just found something. You know, like when you just find something randomly like that, I don't, you know, that's just like, it just make you almost do a backflip, you know, especially during that time period. So, you know, I looked at the group Young Hold Unlimited. At that time, 
you know, I knew my uncle was a part of a jazz band before, but um, I, I, I just, it didn't, it didn't click until I Googled one day and I, I just started Googling because I wanted to see what other, what other records they got. You know, I want to see what other music they got. So I'm looking, I saw L.D. Young. I'm like, L.D. Young. Looked at his face, like, you know, this jaw and his nose and stuff. I was, that, I was like, oh, that's my uncle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it was crazy, man. Yeah, to put the two or two together. Yeah, yeah. So that that's how that that's how that came about. And it just blew my mind. I was like, it just came full circle, man. You know, because that was the record that kind of it made me get into hip hop, like the the type of hip hop I make now. You know, it made me get into that, and then I find that sample, you know, and it, it happens to be my uncle that's playing on it. <laughs> yeah, man. So yeah, that was that was my like mind blowing hip hop moment, man. That was your genesis. So. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's a hell of a story, man. That's it. Sh it shows like how for some of the you know for some of the special people out there, you know, it's how you know in the stars these type of things seem like they could be, you know. Yeah, you know, it, it's it's really it's, it's really great that your your journey started there, and and you know I, I still want I, I'm guessing with all the the records you got in the stash, you probably do got some beat them holes with a bat. You know, <laughs> uh, no, not on vinyl. I got tapes. <laughs> I got tapes. So <laughs> I'm saying, I'm saying, I'm saying some stuff that you made. You have you have you have you gone oh, into oh, some house stuff? Oh yeah, have yeah. I mess, I, I mess around with uh, some house stuff every now and then. You know, just yeah. like the old school stuff, like with the looped up um, vocal sample or something like that. You know, I like making records like that because that's that's what I grew up off of. You know, those was like those was the dope beats, you know, for me. Like when I heard those beats, it just I'm like, this just sounds incredible. This just sounds dope. And then, you know, as your palate grow, you know, everything you, you start getting interest in other stuff. But that was the house was my first love. House was my first yeah. love. So you know, I would still you have to release a, any stuff like that. Would I want to? Yeah. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. I would. I would love to do a house project. You know, um, long. You know, long as I had a time of the day. I know everybody wants to hear me rap right now, and you know they want to hear some boom bap. But uh, you know, maybe I'll delve into something like that in the in the future. Absolutely, because I, I man, I would love to make yeah. some house records. You know, I make I make that uh, yeah. the juke music. I make some of that juke music for them. <laughs> we gonna need some when we go back outside, man. You know they gonna want some of old Madison, man. Get some going, get the party going, man. Yeah, juke, 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 juke. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, 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 man. I'm with it. I'm with it. I'll I'll make a house record. They ain't trying to hear none of that though. He just wants the boom no. back. Man, no, they want to hit up. They want to hit up smacking snares. And they want to hear some bars, man. They they trying to get that kick drum in their life, man. I'm just d disappointed that you can't really go anywhere. Like the music you putting out now, normally I play it in my car, and that's and I mean, so it's kind of like outside, you know. And it, and I can't, you know, if I'm going anymore in like ten minutes, I'm normally taking my kids with me, so I can't, you know, 
I can't play High Wednesday in the car or anything like that. I got to <laughs> my headphones. So, yeah. had, so it's like the best music you put out you COVID in this. I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We, well, we can't uh, forget the, the, the boom bap instrumentals, though. I, like Loopy, was it Loopy Fiasco? That, yeah. I love that project, man. That's, that's, a, that's a good one if you got kids around. You could just play the instrumental. Okay. Man, you know what? That that record is actually dirtier than I thought. I thought, you know, I thought it was actually gonna be kind of clean, uh, being that it's instrumental. But um, you know, once I um, once I went to upload it to, um, you know, officially, uh, you know, I, ju I just officially released it in um, at the end of um, 2019 in yeah. December. I had uh, officially released it to all these all the platforms, this Spotify's and stuff, you know. And I had to put, you know, which songs are clean and not. And I was like, man, I can't believe this many songs got explicits on it. So, mm -hmm. yeah, it, it's a few of them that's clean. Mm -hmm. You know, it's probably half clean, half super dirty because the cuts and stuff that I was doing on there, they might have been saying some crazy stuff. <laughs> yeah. No, no, you know. You, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, you, yeah. Know, you know, you mentioned when we were talking about how you got, I guess, your influence from your uncle, you mentioned 808s and Heartbreak. Uh, and heartbreaks, you know, eight or and that's one of my favorite remix CDs of all time. Has, it, has 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 that ever felt in Kanye's hands or no? You ever hear uh, heard it? And from what I understand, uh, he has heard it. I know definitely for sure a lot of people that's close to him has heard it. You know, like close, close, close. You know, has heard it. But uh, I believe he heard it once. I'm not sure, but I, you know, I, I could kind of understand, you know, he kind of made that record during a, a, a tough time in his life. So he might not want to hear nobody chopping it up like that. You know, of course I wasn't thinking about that at the time like that. I'm just making beats. You know, I just heard, I heard beats that could be made and I just made them, but you know, uh, further down the line, I started thinking like, damn, you know, maybe he has like a very emotional tie with this record that takes him to a dark place and maybe hearing those songs flip might not have been the best thing for him to hear but as far as my fan base go it was you know it's, it was what they needed because you know I remember the days when that album first came out and nobody liked it you know nobody was um everybody was yours Kanye's I'm talking okay, about okay sorry I remember seeing Twitter you know giving him the flux about that record. You know, I remember those days. Everybody is like, you know, calling it a staple now. But when it first came out, nobody was rocking with it but me. You know, I was loving it, you know. So, and I was hearing beats that I, maybe because I was hearing beats that I could possibly make. So I just sat down one day. I, I forgot who I was talking to that gave me that idea. You know, we was having a conversation, basically. And uh, then I, um, then I went flipping it, flipping up the records. I flipped up like the whole album in like one weekend. And um, and then I just kind of worked on the songs throughout the year. Went back, maybe did a beat over, beat or two over here and there. And um, man, you know, but like that whole project, the beats was all done like over a weekend. <laughs> the only reason why I asked that was because it, if that's her, she should be in Wy on the Wyoming joint. Uh, trip, but yeah, 
<laughs> hey, who knows what's, what the future holds, man? You know, who knows? You know, everybody is only a few degrees separation from each other. So, you know, who knows? <laughs> I mean, y'all, y'all should be. Y'all should be closer than most, cause I, I remember when he was when he was in Chicago, he was out there on late, hanging out under the, the train and shit. He he should have just went down a few couple, couple miles further and, and hung out with you and Phil and them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One would think, right? You know. <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah. He he missed that boat. He missed that boat. I ain't gonna say I missed that boat. But gentlemen, I, I gotta bring on. Yeah, now nah, you ain't missing. You ain't missed the world is missed out on on you, man. That's what I'm saying. And but it, it they'll catch up soon enough. Just like you, those beats you were playing 18 years ago, and people weren't getting them. They're gonna catch up to you soon enough. But yeah. I gotta bring on our, our other esteemed guest for the evening. All right, Mister, um, a uh, legend, man, uh, a hip hop icon. You could get with this. You could get with that. I know you got the fever for the flavor. Uh, Classics, man. Mr. Dress, Black Sheep, Native I, Tongue in the house. In the I, building. Oh man. What's going on, sir? I'm trying to hang out with you fellas, but um I'm in, I'm actually in the car. And I I'm just I'm I'm just pulled over. That's it. Like right right around my way. So I was like, you know, let me like this okay. out. I was trying the to cops ain't got you, dude. Huh? No, nah, no, nah, we all the good. The cops ain't got I'm, you, dude. I'm, I'm, okay. I'm, 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 nah, 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 I'm here. Um, it's just been a uh, hectic with the COVID and everything. Like, man, I'm going through it right now. I got, I got family that's, that's got it, and um, I got other yeah. family. My, my pops just, just is uh getting out of the hospital, so I just been running like crazy. But um, but I wanted to take some oh, time man. and definitely just chop it up a second about what I've been into and the project. Part in the darkness. Yes, sir. I'm literally sitting in the car, and it, it's, a, it's it's my bucket. It ain't really got no lighting situation, so um, I, I'm just trying to wing it with y'all. But um, it's all good, you know. What I'm saying it's, it's, it's all it's about all about what we got to say, you know. Well, we really appreciate you making time, man. Especially with all you got going on, I think we all can can uh, sympathize with. You know, I just, I lost my grandfather in, in part to COVID a couple weeks ago, man, and. Okay. You know, we've we've lost loved ones and we've had, you know, it's been a rough time. But, you know, I, I really you know and, and I look to artists like you and, and to Rashid we got here as, as guys who, who helped me get through. So I really appreciate you guys coming in and building with us for whatever time you got, man. Nah, it's, it, it's all love, sincerely. Like, you know, like, like it's, sure. it's what we do. It's what we've been doing. Like, you know, like it's, it's the culture. Like, we've been walking this for... You know, since since we could walk the streets on our own, since we came off the porch, you know what I'm saying? This is kind of where, what we did with it with our lives. So, like, you know, like, it's what we continue to do with our lives, you know what I'm saying? Like, at the end of the day, like, you know, an older cat like myself, you know, we see the the new generations coming in and, 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 and we salute y'all, you know what I'm saying? And, and we try to hold y'all up to the same standards that we held ourselves up to. You know, saying to the degree that um that the artistry remain at a certain tier, and that we continue to learn from each other and take care of the community to the best of our ability, like you know, like all of that kind of sounds like 
after <laughs> Trump's presidency at this point. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> because it's like, you know, like it, a lot of the music represents, you know, the opposite of what, what I'm saying. But a lot of it doesn't. You know what I'm right. saying? And, and, and the whole thing really is to, to make sure that we give an equal opportunity to the things that, that speak to our soul as to the things that we put in our pocket. You know what I'm saying? Because it's obvious that a lot of shit is bought these days and, 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 and artistry is really suffering. I will give the young cats their accolades when it comes to the business aspect of it. They're way beyond what we were. You know what I'm saying? Um, they've incorporated early, young, they understand, you know what I'm saying, the taxes and the things thereof that we really kind of allowed ourselves to have done for us, you know what I'm saying, and, and, and didn't take advantage of learning everything and wound up having to learn a lot through experience. These young cats get it early. But, you know, like, they've, they've, been, groomed, they've been groomed to a degree. And, um, you know, right. so we learn from them as well, though, is the point I was trying to make is to say, like, you know, it's always a give and take. And, uh, you know, like, it's for us to kind of bridge the gap right now, especially coming out, out of this COVID and this presidency shit. Like, it's for us all to kind of figure out some real shit within not not just within the music, but just in the world. And um, but but let the music speak to that. You know, that's where my head is at right now. You know, just coming off the street type shit. No doubt. No doubt. Look. <laughs> no doubt, kicking that knowledge street level, man. That's I, I appreciate it, man. And uh, we we don't get into what you what you've been doing right recently and what you're about to release with the Dilla project, which is really exciting to hear about. I want to connect you with our uh, other guest here, Rashid, though, on a couple levels. Peace, peace. He, peace, he he he. I don't know if you know about Rashid, but he's a great producer, artist, beat maker here in Chicago. And he's actually rocked the show with you, he says, back in, uh, was it 13, you said? I can't remember necessarily the year or the show. You look familiar. But I, I know we rocked the show together. That's peace. <laughs> been a little while, yeah. He said, but, um, he said, he's, he said his guys used to call him Little Dreads, too, back when he was young. <laughs> yeah. That was before the facial hair. Yeah, yeah, I feel you. I feel you. <laughs> yeah, I mean... If if I'm not mistaken, you, I think you might have told me when we were together. You might have told me that. I believe okay. I might have. I might have told you that story. Yo, when you look familiar to me, I, I think I remember. You know, saying I, I think I partially remember. You know, I'm not that old. I'm a little bit. <laughs> but um, you know, how's it going? Everything good? Man, everything is love, man. Just just maintaining in this pandemic and these crazy times, man, and yeah, man. staying afloat, like you know, like we all are, man. Yeah, man, for real, for real. You know what I'm saying? We all kind of doing the same thing, but you know what I'm saying? I, I, I think it's an opportunity for us to get on the same accord for once. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it, it's a, it's an odd time in, in the world. And this is one thing I could speak to. And, and, it, and it's honestly like, you know, how we look at um, the, the Martin Luther Kings and the, and the, um, and, and, the, and the Malcolm X's at, at how young they were. We look at the same at the Big E and the Tupac at how young they were. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And yeah, they have to say this that that it's always the right time when you know what time it is. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. And right now, it's for us to redesign some of the things that 
we've been walking. And and as we start to walk them, if they have us walking the same walk, it's for us to say, it's for us to design some better stuff right now. It's for us to address everything. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, don't yeah. think that, you know, we, that somebody else is going to do it. You know what I'm saying? I don't care how old, what generation. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like the right time is always the right time. Right now. You know what I'm saying? Right like, now. right now, we could really do some stuff. But, like, we always could have. Like, I'm even stressing, like, you know, like, right now, we about to um, do a, a Native Tongue cast podcast with me, uh, Moni, and um, and Mace. And, um, you know, like, besides Ooh, wow. the project, I come, like, like, right now, I'm pushing, you know, even my friends and myself and definitely you know everybody else so it's like yo like like let's give our best right now like you know what i'm saying like we we seeing how how small the amount of time is that our life is anyway you know what i'm saying and, and that's yeah. that 80 <laughs> you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. like that shit going by baby you know yeah. what I'm saying? like let's get it you know what i'm saying like we know what we know what it is like let's get it you know what i'm saying like and, and, and those that get what i'm saying it's who I'm talking to, you know. Word up. Like, you, you, you mentioned you mentioned like how some of the the really these impactful people in the, in our lives and our histories have, you know, the ages that they were when they passed. Like me and Dave, we was talking about that on our show last week about King. You know, we're pro We're both in our late thirties now. We're approaching the age that he was when he when he got shot. And it's, it's a trip when you think about that. You think about Biggie and Pop. Yeah. You no, know, us for us growing up, you know, you know, you was you was a contemporary of them, but they, for us, they was like grown ass men, but they was only 24, 25 right. and they got shot. Ain't right. that bugged out? <laughs> Even seeing because I was a fan before I started, you know, before I got the opportunity. I was a fan and you know, mm -hmm. like cat, you know, was was bigger than life, you know what I'm saying? Like, 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 you know, like you literally looked up to them regardless of their age because they 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 stood on on, on a plateau, you know what I'm saying? Like, like just having the opportunity to spit around, like you know what I'm saying, if, it, it, or off your television or on a tape or on a radio, what have you. That shit was somewhere where it, it was thin air, you know what I'm saying? Not everybody could stand there, right? So, so, so you looked up to that, which almost gives. You know them being elderly, but not necessarily. Though. You know what I'm saying? Or not necessarily. Drez, Drez, what's what's like if you could pick out one thing that's really that just really bugs you, or not necessarily bug you in a negative way, but just like bugs you out about? Because you was in the game back in that time, back when those giants were still walking, and when you know y'all yeah. were emerging, tribe and daylight, y'all were emerging, y'all were. Y'all were really on the on the on the zeitgeist of everything, and now and you're still around now. So I'm just like wondering, like, what's your take on how things are today as opposed to what they were like back then? Um. Well, I I think you know once once it really just became a hustle for a lot of cats, you know, like we had a lot of things within the music, you know, what I'm saying that you know. That you know, if rap is a new crack, and it, you can't knock the hustle, and you know, what I'm saying like it got to a space where if you said something against someone making money, you know, like you was you was you was looked down upon, you was hating, and you know, people started being reserved about 
their critiques. You know what I'm saying? Simply critiquing something became um it became something that, you know, that we allowed that Yeah, life or death thing. Yeah, yeah. You know, almost where it wasn't worth it to critique something, you know what I'm saying, because of how yeah. people were gonna take it. So it got to the point where now, okay, if nobody's critiquing nothing, then we could pay for any record <laughs> to be played a hundred times a day. You know what I'm saying? Like because you know, like nobody wants to be a hater. My mom, I got the crazy cotton mom. Um, nobody wants to be a hater. And uh it's like, you know, so you know, to a degree, they're gonna get that. You know what I'm saying? They're gonna get that walk as with 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 the money with, with this the larger labels, of course, you know what I'm saying? I mean, if you look at most of the things that are charting ever, it's usually, you know, the larger labels. And that's to say, mm -hmm. like, it's not necessarily that their music is the only music that's chartable. You know what I'm saying? It's most of the times the, the songs that have been positioned, you know what I'm saying, um, by those labels, you know? So we kind of got to get away from that per se and, and just and just go again to what hip-hop really is it's the voice of the street you know what i'm saying and you know like i remember back when certain rap records were strong they didn't even play hip-hop on the radio during the week during the day you know what i'm saying it didn't stop these records from becoming smashes you know what i'm saying a la dougie fresh Show like like um you know things from that from that moment in time, shit Pee Wee Herman things of that nature. <laughs> Yo, those wasn't songs we heard on the radio during the week. <laughs> you don't say ever. You know what I'm saying? We only heard them at night on the weekends, but they still went on to become these classics, these songs that you know that that will forever be etched in you know, let alone a G rap or somebody. You know what I'm saying? Like. Like these records were um, the voice of the people. And that's what we got to get back to where um, even even now that, that, that there's statements being made even by the younger cats. Like it ain't about some of the, um, some of the stuff that they talk about more so than, than their, their movement. There's a movement that they got to get popping. And it's theirs. You know what I'm saying? But but right now they playing. You know what I'm saying? And 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 that's where we got to step in. Older cast. Honestly, like that's even where a DD project to me, like it's called no words. Cause I can show you better than I could tell you. You know what I'm saying? And mm. right now, all the thing I want to do is get the platforms. I want to get in front of as many people as I can. Yeah. And I just want y'all to just listen. That's it. I think, I think, yeah. Right, it, I it's, you know, right. and put, I'm, putting together a project with with Dilla Beats is a good way to get her. Because a lot of people love yeah. that brother and, 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 and wish he was still around. And, you know, yeah. tell us about how, how this project came together, man. Um, it was like, like so organically, it was definitely a blessing. Like, um, like um the year before last, you know, I, I do I still do a lot pretty pretty much a lot of shows during the year, so I'm floating around a lot. And um 
think I was like in Chicago and cats come back to stage. They're like, yo, you want to meet Dilla's mom? And I didn't even have a relationship with Dilla like that. You know what I'm saying? Seriously, like I met Dilla like once in passing, but he was mad cool with all the natives, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, that's family. Yeah. And, so, and I know they, they mad cool, you know what I'm saying? And we always, you know, I'm sure he probably heard as much about me from them as I heard about from them as well. You know what I'm saying? Like he was esteemed and loved. But um, but we didn't have that relationship. But still, yeah, I want to meet his, his mom just out of respect. Um, so they bring her backstage and sitting together, we're talking. I meet her and her husband Tony, and um, you know, it was it was really cool to meet him. And um, like a month later, I had a show in Puerto Rico, and I looked to the side of the stage, and who's there? Dilla's mom and Tony. So after the set. I'll go straight to them, talking to them, and um, turn out they had a crib in Puerto Rico. They invite me back to the crib. She's um, cooked, and uh, he got some DJs coming through. The spin speakers in the yard. I'm like, oh man, that's what's up. <laughs> so I go hang out with them, and we kind of chopping it up. I'm in the kitchen with moms while she's cooking. It's just me and her. She's telling me about her son and things of that nature, and like you know, like we having this really intimate conversation. Same with Tony, her husband. Turns out he knows my mom in Carolina. Type shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, shit was crazy. You know what I'm saying? To which, at the end of the night, they were like, you know, like, yo, we just got back a lot of the rights of his music under the umbrella of the estate. And we were, you know, looking for different things to do with it. Would you be interested in doing a project from it? To which I was blown away because right. I'm like, you know, like, they could have asked anybody to do that, you know what I'm saying? In the world. <laughs> and, you know, so. You know, like it, it felt good because I felt like she had seen me rock a couple of times. So, you know, like it was like an educated decision on her part as far as just what she felt. And I just was like overjoyed with, you know, for the opportunity and to the real serious. I, I started um going into every interview I could find, every, everything online that, that there was, I, I, I ran through and, you know, just... <laughs> Got the opportunity to go to DC, get up with Tony, go studio, pick out a folder, you know, select beats, create a folder, and come back to New York and begin working. And mind you, I was working from like, you know, like like snippets, literally, you know what I'm saying? And um of different things, like he, you know, like just of things that he left, you know what I'm saying? Like some of it might have been song formatted to a degree, but you know, like a lot of it was just creative shit that that, you know, that you could you could kind of put together. I'm I'm kind of kind of do a, a few different things with his music. People are going to hear his music in a, in a little bit different way as well. You know what I'm saying? As well as hear me in a few different ways, but just the subject matter itself and the ride of itself. It, 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 this is the album that, you know, if a cat were to try to tell a younger cat about the golden era, this would be the album you, you handle. And seriously that, you know, he's going to feel something. He's, he's going to get one, you know, when we put on some headphones and just went somewhere else. Yeah. What, what that meant, you know what yeah. I'm saying? So, um, you know, like, I, I feel real good about it, and, you know, I look forward to it coming out, you know, and, you know, like, I've done sent it to moms and all that stuff, and, you know, it meant a lot to me. She's that, approved of it? You know, she see that I, I was taking, you know, her, her family's legacy, you know, real serious, as well as all of the Dilla heads in the world, you know, please, you know, Dilla's love, you know what I'm saying? And, yeah. I took it real seriously, and I got guests like um, Bun B, CeeLo Green, yeah. um, Chuck D. I got um, Freeway, 
Uh, my man Jay Sands. I got Chiali, my son, Afro, Lil D. I got Delta Funky Homo Sapien. Like, I mean, just <laughs> cats, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, and that's and that's yo, man, yeah, that's dope. Man. Yeah, and, 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 and it's 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 something I'm, I feel real good about. Like, like I feel like this when um we finish the first album we did. You know, a wolf in sheep's clothing, and 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 the, the choice is yours in particular, the the remix. You know, what I'm saying, like I remember standing, you know, and looking at Long, like you know, like you know, like yo, I'm not sure what it is that we've just done, but we just did something. You know, what I'm saying, and that's how I feel about this project. Like you know, like I, you know, because that it is Dilla, and all I'm asking is that people give it an opportunity. That's all it needs. You know what I'm saying, and and that is Dilla. I, you know, I, I think it's gonna be the first time in a long time people are gonna have heard, you know, on on the level, um, some shit that I'm doing, and I've been doing a lot of shit on the low. Like you know, what I'm saying I've got independent projects that I've I, I I learned over time. You know, I have my own label. Um, I've been putting out independent projects. I released an album with me and Jerobi under the Ev- Monica Evertan. Yeah, Evertan is native yeah. spell backwards. You know, I've released solo projects on my own from the Black Pool of Genius, AWM, you know, and um, you know, so my walk has been kind of really a cool one, you know, saying it hasn't necessarily been magnified, but it I've been making a living at being dressed for you know longer now at this point than I haven't. You know what I'm saying? So it's all love, you know what I'm saying? Like I I'm very grateful and very lucky, you know what I'm saying, you know, regardless word of anything. It's been a pleasure, man, digging back and looking at this stuff that, you know, that you kind of put out on the low, like like the stuff with Jerobi and everything and, you know, the, the latest stuff you put out with, with Long and everything, man. I, you know, I think, you know, definitely give this man's, uh, give the check out the Black Street uh, discography, check out the Dreads oh. discography, and, and don't sleep on, on what he got. But definitely check out the, the Dilla Project. But I, yeah. One thing that really blew me, like I said, one thing that really blew me though, is that uh, you know, you 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 kind of showing yourself to be a sh- official with Chicago now, because you you say you you met my Yancey in Chicago. You say right? I met who? My Yancey, still oh. his oh, mom. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm sorry, I, I just didn't hear you. Yeah, yeah so you met yeah. you met her in Chicago, and that got that got this project rolling. But another thing that makes you really Chicago official is that you did a joint with Twister. Yeah, and I uh, didn't even know that. Yo, this is my word. I got some. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Please, man. I used to be running around here with Twister. How, how did that come? What? Yeah, tell us about that, man. That's tell us crazy. Who was on Twister album before Adrenaline Rush? This is the Resurrection album. The other Resurrection album came out the same year as Common's Resurrection album. Yo. But, you was on that album. Like, uh, tell us about that, man. That was my dude. Because, like, you know, like, when you when you, you young in the game, you know what I'm saying, especially when you kind of making your name, you know what I'm saying, like, like, you, you, there's a walk to you, you know what I'm saying, and and we respected each other's walk, you know what I'm saying, like, like it was it was just on some cool stuff from the door, like, like you know, we happen to be on the same same stages at times. In different cities, you know what I'm saying, and um, you know, like we was just peeping each other. So when we kind of got around each other, to, like to kind of kick it, we it, it, we just hit it off. Me and Twister always hit it off so much to the point that when I wound up stepping away from New York 
and went back down south. Like when black sheep was kind of stepping away from each other. I went down south. I bought a crib down south and um in Carolina. And um, you know, that's still my man. And he had reached out about the project he was working on, that that album. And uh me and a few of my dudes, you know what I'm saying, literally out of our own pocket, you know what I'm saying? Flew out the out the shot and just you know and just chopped it up with him for like hung out hung out for like about four or five days with him and his his whole crew the speed knots mobsters and all of that you know what I'm saying yeah. like you know but my my dudes is official too like you know like we <laughs> both come from official situations you know what I'm saying and um you know it was all love it was respect every, and and that was but that was every time I went out to Chicago like like you know I always got along with cats out there and and I learned. And I learned a little bit about Chicago streets early, like you know, like yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Y'all always been serious about those those blocks, you know what I'm saying? And um, you know, like, but but y'all always been soulful spot too, you know what I'm saying? There's a lot of soul in Chicago, and you know, like I hope too, like you know, like yo man, it's time for all of us to start speaking to our walk. You know, it's, it's Chicago. Y'all got fallen in the ranks too, man. Like like right now, more than ever. It's time for us to look at each other and see brothers. You know what I'm saying? We hurting right. everybody except the motherfuckers that hurt us. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Let's stop that. Like, period, man. We, it's time for us to look at each other and see brothers. And if anything, now we move together. Now now there's real strength. And and that's for all of us. Now we move together. Now, like, like let, let our vote be a microcosm of us seeing who the fuck we are. You know what I'm saying? It's not just our vote together that that's powerful. It's us together that's powerful. You know what I'm saying? And if we start stepping to all of our situations together, we we, we get power. Word up, we get power. Mm-hmm. That's how we take power. You know what I'm saying? That that we start speaking to our situations as one, and and everything else doesn't exist to us. All that shit can die. Word up. This is how we moving. Word. And and, and and that's yeah. how we win. It's like our vote. It's just like our vote. A vote is a microcosm of the power we got together. Mm-hmm. Word up. Like and, and, and that's what the music's got to start saying. You know, that's what we gotta start promoting. That's and, and that shit is soulful. The fuck everybody's bugging. It's the most soulful shit in the world right now. You know what I'm saying? That's fucking Curtis Mayfield. That's mm-hmm. Marvin Gaye. You know what I'm saying? What are we, what are we doing? Mm-hmm. Word up. D and D, let's get this popping. Yeah. <laughs> let's get this popping. The, the joint with, with Chuck, the Dillard drums joint with Chuck, man. I've been loving that. I I know y'all released that just before the election, and that was like a, a perfect joint to send Trump ass out on. Like, <laughs> say, give him the middle finger from Putin and Melania. You know what I mean? <laughs> that, that, that was the, that's no lie right there, man. I, yeah, Chris, you, that's what's you, up you, next. You and, Chuck, you and Chuck snapped on that one. <laughs> How was it making the joint with Chuck D over Della joint? Um man, it, it was it was amazing, you know what I'm saying, to say that. Um, you know, like it's unfortunate that, you know, it was the COVID to a degree that we couldn't really um uh, be in the same space at the same time. And he he's actually situated in a different state as well. But you know what I'm saying, um it was dope to kind of pass it back and forth and, and even take notes and and you know, us kind of fine tune what it what what it was, you know what I'm saying? And um, you know, like like Chuck is dope and he the the his the third verse where you know like he blew me away, you know what I'm saying, just just what it was, you know what I'm saying, for that to come back was like wow, like you know what I'm saying, like 
Chuck Chuck is dope. That was, man. That was like that was like some vintage Chuck D right there. Yeah, yo, this is my word. And and that and well, what is dope is like that's how I heard him. You know what I'm saying? And that's the, that's that's the him I wanted everybody to hear. You know what I'm saying? And he 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 damn sure delivered. Well, Dad, you got anything, bro? No, I mean, you know, the, yeah, the, like I said, the Chuck piece that you shared with me, that was real dope. And I think the last thing I listened to was Torture Soul, uh, which came out a few years back. And that was a real strong project, too. Poor me, man. It's, I'm right by I'm right by a, a railroad line and um, trains trains go by. What is the name? Of, uh, are you, are you, you're on your home turf. You in Queens? Huh? Are you in your home turf? You in Queens? Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm literally right near my crib, and literally, there's literally a song on on a D and D project called "Trains Go By." Yeah, <laughs> 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 we see you living it, man. You living yeah. it, man. It's great, man. Hey, but yo, know, we we wish you a lot of success with this project, man. And yo, you know, yo, I, I really appreciate you you coming on with the show, man. Y'all helping me get the ball rolling, man. And and this is my word. Like, like these are the moments that, you know, that that mean a lot to me personally. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I appreciate y'all, you know, being of the first, you know what I'm saying, for the project is even there, you know what I'm saying, the kind of people what it is. And um, give me that opportunity to share with the people and and you know, and, and please critique it, you know, sincerely and um and um, you know, that's what it is. You know, I, I can't I can't wait to see what everybody feels feels about it. Sincerely. Like yeah. I you know, I put, I, I definitely put something that um that I think you know is going to resonate in in heads. You know what I'm saying? I feel like we are a lot of like-minded cats. You know what I'm saying? And a lot of times, like we don't speak in a way that uh that we should that that's really beneficial to 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 how thorough we are. You know what I'm saying? Like 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 yeah. like. A lot of times, you know, being very thorough isn't about, you know, saying what what you do on the street. It's what you do in your mind and with your mind, you know what I'm saying? And, and we are a lot of like-minded people in the world today, you know what I'm saying? Especially hip-hop heads, man. Like, we got the ability to do more than, than, than what we're doing, you know what I'm saying? And, 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 I, and I put myself out on the, on the front line to say that I'm myself. You know, what I'm saying should be doing more than what I'm doing. I, I think music, if music like like what you got, man. Yeah. If, so what? Music like what you putting out, man, could be the soundtrack. Of, I right, think I music get, like what you putting out, it, it it could be the soundtrack of what we doing, man, for real. Yeah, you know, what I'm saying because it's it's it, because there is a soundtrack for it. You know, what I'm saying like 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 you know like yeah, no doubt. Like you know, the same way we look at the '60s and '70s and 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 and, and feel Barry White with an orchestra. You know what I'm saying? Like that exists today. You know, like we got Robert Glasper. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, like all of that is mm -hmm. there is that we not on the court and 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 the and the kids are running around crazy. You know what I'm saying? We no not organization. Yeah, right, right. Let's put it together, man. Like, like we here and and, and there's there's always been an aspect of what kids do that's cool there's always been an aspect of that but we have to now you know saying like just just balance everything out man that's that's really what's missing is the variables you know saying like like variety being the spice of life this shit has become way too bland you know word up it, but you know but it's there 
You know, it's just for us to start adding some spice to the shit. And we know how to cook. Let's get it. You know? <laughs> y'all appreciate y'all, you know, getting in. You know? That's right. Let's get it, man. We catch up soon, man. I hope to, I hope we can do it again um, once the project comes out. Man, Dre, I look like, do you have any date? Uh, you have any date or anything for the project? Um, or you honestly, still I'm, feeling, I'm feeling like it's going to be um the summer, you know, because I'm like right now, one of the things that's coming with the project is a, is a mini documentary. And um, so, you know, about the whole making of it. And, you know, like it, it's pretty dope. The way it's being shot is pretty fresh. And so there's some work that's being done on that as well. And that might play into how it's released. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, like, it kind of has to be able to be synced. So that has to be finished as well. You know, so um, so I, I think it's going to be the summer, you know, but it's going to be something that's well thought out. And um, and and I hope, you know, I hope the people really, really buy into it as far as just what it is. You know, it, it's for the people. All right. We, we greatly looking forward to it, Drez, and... Whenever it come out, we definitely gonna shout it out. And um, that's what's up. Yo, hopefully, man, if if you, if you can I'm make it back to the, it, to the shot anytime soon, man, we'd love to build with you in person, man. Sounds good. Sounds good. Yo, but I, I'm gonna definitely, you know, I'm gonna be playing with the project. I'm gonna be doing little things. It's, it's you'll definitely be little things to play with. Um, coming up to the project, you know, what I'm saying like I'm definitely gonna be letting cats know what's coming and little snippets here and there. Might even shoot a yeah. video or two for for snippets. You know what I'm saying? Just to just to play with it. You know, it, it's it's mine to do, you know, like that. That's another thing. Like, like let's re redefine what we do. We could do whatever we want now. Like it ain't about what the labels <laughs> tell us, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. let's 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 get creative. Let's let's push it out there. Let's let's work together, you know what I'm saying? Word, for real, for real. Like, you know, somebody does this, somebody find the people that are equivalent at different things. Find your, your equivalent in photography, find your equivalent in videography. Find your, you know what I'm saying? And, and, and work with people on, on your line. And y'all build, man. Y'all build. That's that's how you do yeah. it. You know? Word up. Yeah, um, yeah. Man. Well, I appreciate Dre, man, we, we appreciate you so much, man. You a legend. Like I said, you, you uh, a leader. And, and we really appreciate you, man. Keep Stay safe out there in the streets, man. And, and you know, we, we definitely want to hear, definitely want to hear the D&D project. The Dilla and Drez, man, we definitely looking forward to that. Love is love. Big salute, y'all. What up? Thanks, thank you. All right. No doubt. Peace. Salute. Peace. Peace. Drez out in Cop Killer Queens. <laughs> Walking like an OG. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, man, that was great, man. That was great. Yeah, 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 yeah. Rashid, uh, what you think about that, bro? Hey, that was that was good advice, man. You know, especially as he was mentioning, um, you know, find people that's on your same type of accord with you. You know, you know, yeah. people that's, I was say, that's you in line with you do. Doing a lot of that, yeah. man. It, it was it's been you a long been road, man. It's been a long road. It's I had a lot of ups and downs. I had to learn. I had to make a lot of mistakes. You know, I had just had to have a lot of experiences to get to the point where I am now and just start figuring out. You know where I'm. You know, just this far. You know, and and that's one thing that I definitely learned is that you got to watch. Um, you got to be on the. You got to be on the right page. You got to have people around you on the, on your same page. Y'all gotta 
You, you know what I'm saying? Your, your mind's got to vibrate, you know, at a similar rate or at least be in harmony with each other. You know what I'm saying? You got to you gotta find those people that's, that's on your level. You know, if you find yourself pulling yourself back or slowing down so somebody else can catch up or doing things like that, it's setting you back. And next thing you know, three years is gone. They see, you know, five years is gone. They see, you know, you look, it's like 10 years, you know, whatever, 30 years. You could be 30 years, you know. You're like, man, what I've been doing the past 30 years, man. Like, wow, you know, this could happen. You know what I'm saying? This could happen, you know, if you don't have the right, the right, uh, the right, the right team, you know, the right structure to just, just life in general. But especially when it comes to being an artist. Especially a hip hop artist in twenty twenty one, like <laughs> you gotta you gotta be moving right, cause like you know, like during the times when uh, Brother Dreads was coming up, you know, things move different than they do right now. So, you know, we have a lot on our shoulders since you know a lot of artists work independently. You know, like you know the 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 the, the no filler stuff is is usually independent music. You know, so we have to we have to work a little bit harder because we don't have that machine behind us. We don't have a staff of 150 people, you know, uh, three people just to send out, eat, do your do your social medias for you, you know, <laughs> like that's you know, 20 people doing your social media, to mm-hmm. writing writing one post. Everybody's collaborating to write one post together, and, and like we we not we got to do that ourselves, you know, and then. You know, we have to keep in mind to present ourselves in the right way because we still have we still have a brand to live live up to. You know, like I, I always say, you know, it might be kind of weird to see like Conway tickling a puppy's belly, like talking in a baby voice and stuff like you're so cute. You know, what I'm saying? <laughs> it might be kind of weird to see that because that don't really fit his persona. But you know what I'm saying? It's it's it, it could be it's artists out there to be doing that, you know, and it's like and you know, you'll look and people just like just skip over that and you know it just kind of it, it, you know it's not reinforcing you, you know. It might not take nothing away from you neither, but it's not definitely not boosting you further. You know, I think you, a lot of artists reveal just reveal too much on the on this internet and stuff, man. They you you gotta you gotta have some mystery about you still, man. You know, you do. You know, you do. You you have to have, you have to still establish that. Uh, you 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 don't want your personal business out there anyway. You know, hey, you might you might get a disc record written on you one day, and now you like, oh man, I shouldn't have never put that. <laughs> you know, right. just think, right. just think like. Right. Why you talking about my baby mama and my, and my baby and everything? <laughs> man, that's why, you know? man, that's why people mentioning people, baby mama's names and stuff and disc records and all that. And things mm-hmm. start going too far, you know. And, mm-hmm. you know, you got to, the whole battle got to stop because it's, it's going too far, you know. <laughs> but, yeah. hey, people, people's businesses out there more now in, 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 during these times, and especially in the '90s, you could be more private. You know, it's it's a little bit more mystique to you. When you see somebody, it's like a um, it's like a real rare thing to see somebody in person, like up close. You know, being able to shake their hand. You know that that wasn't 
that wasn't a thing, you know. When I was when I was growing up and I ran into artists, you know, I would literally have to be, I would have to know somebody to know them in order to be that close to them. If I didn't know them, I'm not getting nowhere near them, you know. But it's a, that's what I'm saying. It's a gift and a curse. It's great. It's great we could do that. anyway. Yeah, yeah. It's great we could do that because, like, I like to be able to, uh, you know what I'm saying, just hear what people that listen to my music have to say about it, you know, good or bad, whatever, you know, and just and just see what the type of, what they look like, you know what I'm saying, what, they, what, what kind of clothes they wear, what kind of foods they like to eat, you know what I'm saying, what kind of hats they like, or if they don't wear hats at all, how old are they? What what gender are they? Whatever you know, like I, I like to find those things out instead of it just being numbers, you know. There's no face behind the uh, the 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 streams and the listens and stuff. I like to see the face behind the people that enjoys the music. Well, you know, you kind of touched on a couple different things. I think the first thing that you you touched on is one. You know the the unfortunate that you not have you know not having publicists behind you and having people to you know uh, write you know your social media posts, and that's, I think like I said that's uh, you know an unfortunate disadvantage that the mainstream have. I'm pretty sure Kyle can attest to. We get inundated by you know media requests from PR people saying, "Hey, listen to this, listen to that," and unfortunately, it's not shit you like i mean i don't know the you know the more popular something it comes you know the less really in a lot of cases desirable it, you know at least for me it is i mean and you know so i think that's the one challenge and two also what you said about making sure that you're conscious about conscientious about what you put out about your personal life is really key as well yeah and yeah. you know and, and the third thing is accessibility i don't think i think a lot of artists you know, kind of mention what accessibility, you know, that adds to a certain mystique, but I just, you know, I guess it, for me, it depends on, you know, if it's validated, there's nothing less, there's, there's nothing more disappointing to, you know, finally getting access to find somebody and finding out their asshole or finding <laughs> out, you know, or there's something that's lacking about them, you know, their behavior and, you know, not to put it, I, I remember meeting artist who I wanted to meet and it was really a disappointment. It was a rather famous person. But you know, they had put out a project and they came they came to Chicago to a clothes store. They was high they had on sunglasses. And you know, I it was just a big disappointment because they were somebody they're somebody pretty well known and respected in the hip hop community. But being that, you know, it you get those extra treatments and I think it create and you create a barrier between yourself and it takes it, it takes away the mystique once you finally or the you know the I guess wow factor when you once you meet that person and they aren't the maze they're not as amazing person as they are artists. Mm-hmm. And right, I right. mean my whole yeah. But, but I would say uh you you, you finished that? Well, yeah, yeah. I, well, yeah. And I was just gonna say that that's something that you know I appreciate is that being you know one. You, you know, you being on par on both of those ends. I mean, being accessible and also, be, you know, and being, you know, being accessible here and also being talented because there's a lot of people who are talented that are not the best human beings. And, or, 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 I mean, and I don't mean, and I mean just towards fans. I don't really care about, you know, I'm not even talking about ex- elsewhere, but just being just interactions towards fans. And I think that it's anything that really adds to like you and Phil and Neeks, you know, just, a, you know, good greatness is that. 
is being that one, you guys are still accessible and a and hopefully the rest of the, you know, the city learn and appreciate you guys because from what kind of cows kind of share with me, sometimes your biggest fan base comes from out of, you know, outside of home, unfortunately. And I, I want to say, you know, you got to find – what you say? Have you, way, have, you, have you felt that way? Just jumping off of that real quick, that you get – that at times you've gotten more love outside of Chicago than you've gotten inside it? Um – I I did for a long time, and I say in the last uh, maybe like five, six, seven years, it's been more. It's been a lot more love. So it's it's like balancing out now, you know, because I've always gotten a whole lot of love in Germany, France, Brazil, Japan. I released my first album originally in Japan. It was only out there, so I was out in Japan first. You know, before I was even out in Chicago, because my, my label was based out of North North Carolina, Neblina Records. And, uh, you know, Dedication, my first album, it originally came out in Japan. Then I released the U.S. version a year, uh, year, yeah, was was a year later. different that version, ain't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah the, that was some old stuff. Like the first original one, that was like me. I didn't even have like a real studio mic. I had like a mic I bought at like Radio Shack or something, at Target or something like that, that I was recording with. And, um, you know, I, I didn't have, definitely didn't have the mixing skills I do today. But it was still, it was just about the feeling of it. You know, some stuff don't have to sound like it was made in the in Dr. Dre studio. You know, it, it just have a feel, you know. It's all about the vibe. It, you know, as long as it's, audible and it's not like piercing your eardrum while you're listening to it you know it's all good and that's that's what that record was on and you know a lot of people loved it and but i i just be tripping off the fact that you know i was out <laughs> in another country before chicago and in north carolina after that and then i started you know sprinkling a little bit of everywhere across the map and then um you know probably like last decade I uh spread around Chicago a little bit more doing a lot of shows and and stuff cuz you know I really didn't I really didn't get out there like that until uh little brother's dreams record came out you know that's when I really started getting getting out there you know and um that was just just that time period you know cuz I had released um the project with Analogic Serenade for the Moment on Soul Spasm uh right after that and um, then I did the mixtape with the hip hop project right after that. And next thing you know, I'm I started circulating around the hip hop scene here in Chicago, and it's just it's just trickled from there. And now, you know, Chicago is my number one base. You know, now now I'm trying to figure out how to get back, you know, to those cities and find those people because you know, due to these algorithms and stuff, you know, uh, I don't I, I I think this algorithm really works by location as well like it only it only siphon i think it only sends stuff out to people that's close to you i think i don't know that's what it seemed like because you know those fans that i have platforms and stuff yeah even even spotify or whatever you know it seemed like it reaches um it reaches people closer to closer to you than it does further away you know especially especially uh, instagram or facebook or Twitter, like, 
you know, I feel like I don't see my friends posts outside of Chicago a lot of the times, you know, I don't see, I just don't see, you know, I don't see everybody's stuff no more. So I imagine it's the same way thing for me, you know, when it comes to other people. So if I'm not seeing their stuff, are they seeing mine? But that's how they got this set up because, you know, they want to they want to sell them ads. You know, <laughs> they want to get them ads. They like, look, if you're trying to get your stuff to these other friends of yours, you're going to give us some money. <laughs> you know, yeah, I, I could I could definitely attest to that, like given what we do in, in releasing podcasts and, you know, videos and stuff like that. It's a, it's a similar thing. It's like you, you don't know where your stuff gets seen. You don't know it's it's really hard to like get a get a feel like you said of people who respond to your stuff and get to know what they like and stuff like that. you got to really work a a with you got to you got to really put work in to really uh, pinpoint uh, what your audience is and and what they like and be able to appeal to them. It seems like it seems like there's so many ways whether you're an artist or a podcast or whatever, that you're working in a vacuum or, or like a wind tunnel or something where, you know, you're getting, you're just getting this, this broad noise coming back at you mm. and you're just screaming into the noise, trying to, trying to be heard. But, you know, it, it, you know, it's not easy, you know, it's not easy working on an independent level, doing anything really. No, it's not. And I, and I was going to add on to what D was saying, like, um, you know, you have to find that that little happy place between being super accessible, and but you still gotta have your, you know, what I'm saying, you gotta have your 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 thing together. Like, you can't be too humble, man. You know, you're gonna end up you'll you'll end up like talking somebody out into thinking you the goat because you just humbled the crap out of them. You know, like. And that was that, that was my problem for a long time too. It's like, oh, you know, that's just a little something, you know. <laughs> oh, this yeah. be okay. No, no, no. If it's dope, it's dope. Like if people messing with it, you thank them, you know, appreciate that. You know, like we 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 humble ourselves, we humble ourselves out of our own career, out of our own successes a lot of the times. It's like it's like you talking yourself out of being the greatest, of being great, period. You ain't even got to be the greatest, but just be the great, the greatest you can be, you know? And you talk yourself out of that being too humble, you know? So that's what I'm saying. You still got to, you still got to, you know what I'm saying, have some confidence about yourself if you're going to make it, especially in today's rap world, you know? Well, yeah, the majority of today's rap world is a lot of you know, lack of lack of humility and, you know, the, you know, uh, uh, under a whelming abundance of uh, a lack of talent. I mean, or just, you know, the, 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 the bravado. It's, it's is, the yeah. It's a difference between being confident and being, uh, you know, having a warped idea of, of your talent. And stuff. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to go that far. You don't want to go that far. <laughs> yeah, you, like, you can, like, 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 in your case, like you said, Rashi, it's, you had to, you had to, to, Sort of grow into your your confidence and grow into your skill and be in the way that you projected it out into the world. But a lot of cats in in music, they have the confidence way before they have the skills. Absolutely, and they, yeah. They just be deluded out here, you know. Well, you yeah. Know, they, it, I, you know, 
I think that, but a part of that is because of the yes men. I mean, if you have people who are eating based upon your success and you have gate and I mean, you have the musical gatekeepers who are putting, you know, your your workout. Yeah, I mean, there's there is external validation. I think that's the tends to be the problem. So nobody's telling you shit don't stink. Mm -hmm. I mean, we're kind of inverse is that, you know, unfortunately, it's not enough people telling you, you, you know, you about your skill and so or the people who are validating it they're not necessarily the gatekeepers so yeah right. you got all the local people telling you you know you can be the hottest shit but if you don't have the albums telling you that then it because it yes yeah. it creates a it's an uneven value system mm -hmm. yeah, man, and like dread like said the people who are you know the, the the average listener who may be who may not be invested in a guy until they listen to him you know, even if they if they hear something and they say, "Well, I don't like it," it may not even be worth it to say you don't like it in public because you don't mm. get jumped on, right. you know, either online or or in real life by by a sensitive artists. You might get jumped on if you tell them that they shit as well. Oh yeah, artists are very sensitive. We, I, I say, any, every artist is probably sensitive, especially about their work. And if you're not, you should be because, I mean, if you ain't sensitive about your work, that you that means you don't care about what you do. But um, you know, it, it is a you lot of people. You don't want to be. You don't want to be like, like I, I, I'm sure, like you. You still, even though you're sensitive to your work, you still are open to criticism, right? Oh, absolutely. I love criticism. I love when people hear a song like, man, change that bar, man. Like that bar is corny, man. Like, I, I look for that. But, you know, I don't get it. You know, just because like I've always worked on like an upper level type of, you know, I always had that type of essence about me. So a lot of people didn't feel I don't think they felt it's like being in the room with one of your favorite MCs of all time with like Rakim or somebody. And, you know, it's hard to tell Rakim like, man, Rock, yo, ugh, your verse is corny. Like it's, it's hard to do that. Yeah. So, but that's, that's the position I've always kind of been in amongst my peers that I know personally, you know, I've always been like one of the, the head dudes that, that was like one of the dope dudes and, Everybody would um, just kind of go with the flow with whatever I did, you know, whatever I did, whatever I did. And, you know, it, it, it got to a point where it just started getting like frustrated, man. Like, I'm like, come on, man. You know, I know this song is not what it is. Put it out anyway and it don't do nothing. And I'm like, I knew it wasn't right. I should listen to myself, you know, instead of listening, you know, because you, you got to have the right people around you to be able to call that, to make that call. And, you know, if you're sitting up and you just got people telling you, oh, yeah, that's dope, or they or they hit you with the, oh, yeah, yeah, that's cool, that's cool, yeah, yeah, mm, that's cool. Like, you know the soul come out, you know, when, when that, when that, um, when that, when that, when that drop hit, you know, the soul come, oh, that, you know what I'm saying, make, you make an ugly face, you know what I'm saying? That's what I look for now. You know, I look for the actions. I don't really look for the words. All the yeah, yeah, that's cool. Why are you doing like you know that's what yeah, oh, or, or, or somebody hit you with a oh yeah, that's mm, 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 mm. they don't even say nothing, it's just mumbling. 
Yeah. But I was just thinking the cats that you are around nowadays, I, I don't imagine too many of them biting their tongue. Like I, I don't imagine Phil biting his tongue if you if you put some rap, whack shit across him. Right. Or if you or somebody like that. Like I don't imagine them biting their tongue. Right, right. Yeah, we, don't. we don't. We don't. We we we're very dependable uh you know for each other. It's just a likewise depend dependability. Like, you know, if, if Philly make a record. Or Neek make a record, and I'm like, uh, these is cool, cut that song. Maybe you should try another beat on this record. Um, man, what what was what was you saying in this bar? I'm just trying to make sure, you know, I'm getting what you're saying. Like I ask those questions now, which I, I had to learn to do that. You know, I just was it was like when you around people that's that way, you learn that and you just you just you, you do it too. Like you just let stuff go right over your head and you're not even paying attention to detail. It, yeah, I mean, she, steel sharpens steel, and I think you know the reason why I asked you earlier about your mu musical influences because I think that's also what probably distinguishes you some. Because I mean, to be truthful, a lot of the you know the contemporaries don't have that. I mean, it, one they, they don't they don't have some connection to their past, what makes them you know, I guess that gives them inspire them to be great. I mean, every you know, even if it's not like a, a musical inspiration, every artist that we hold in the musical canon has some connection, especially even producers have some connection to the, you know, someone in their past that either influenced their style, whether it's mm -hmm. Knife, I mean, you know, whether, you know, whether it's Knife, whether it's Pete Rock, I mean, whoever it is, they all have some connection to someone who is in their family that inspires them or influenced them to be great. Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't think, and I don't think that the, the younger generation has that. I mean, yeah, or it just even a, general, a general uh sense of wanting to reach back and 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 honor the past by the work that you do in the present. You know, whether you have a family member or some like I I do know what you're saying. That a lot of those, a lot of guys have similar stories to what Rasheed has, where or I have a family member who inspired me or who who was in the business or they made music and they, but just simply having that that curiosity, that intellectual stimulation where, you know, I want to, I want to stand on the shoulders of these giants who came before me. You know, a lot of cats don't even have that because a lot of them, are, they get into the game, they're 15, 16 years old. And like Rasheed say, they be the, the dope, they be the only one who can make music in their little crew. And then they, they be like, oh, and they, they got to put on all their little crew. And the only, they don't get, they don't get called out on their shit. Like, you know, we got a lot of that in Chicago where it's, you know, you know. I believe it. I where, believe it's it. like, where are these dudes, where are these dudes come from? You know, they, <laughs> they all from over east somewhere or, you know, or out, or out, right. up, out south somewhere just doing bullshit. And then, then some, uh, some culture vulture comes <laughs> and picks them out and says, oh, they, they, the new, they the new hot shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You said on Sunday, gospel, where the hell are all the mothers and fathers now? And mm -hmm. I think that's and I think that's really, you know, kind of <laughs> that's that I think that's to kind of point that out even more is that, you know, they there's they have no frame of reference. I mean, it kind of like what it kind of like Lord of the Flies, for lack of a better term. I mean, it's self-governed. <laughs> and so, yeah, there's no one to tell you, hey, you fucking up or, hey, you know what you putting out is weak. You know, because mm -hmm. there's no there's no connection. I mean, everyone from you know your era and even back to even like Kanye, even Kanye, even though his there's no one in his family that at least we know 
directly. I mean, he had no ID. No ID, I'm sure, has somebody. I mean, there's everyone had some connection to someone who was nice. And mm-hmm. young boys don't really have no one as you know, nice sonically. That's probably in the well, circle. To them, to them it it is. You know, they 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 look at it as a whole different thing. Me personally, like a lot of the stuff that's called hip hop or they call lyricists of the year. They're more like R and B artists to me. In my like, I hear R and B. Like, I imagine like if if R Kelly was a new artist, like if he came out today, you know, he 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 would be considered lyricist of the year. You mean a hip hop lyricist rapper of the year? You know, because he would have been making hits if he was a new artist. You know, he 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 would have still like one thing. You know, every everything. That he done did in his personal life and stuff is one thing, but I guarantee you, R. Kelly, he gonna make a hit. <laughs> so you didn't tell me just because he made a hit, he'll be a rapper of the year. Just I mean, but he's singing though. You know, he sing. He, you know, I don't know, man. But it's just crazy. That's the thing that annoys me. Where it's like, yeah, what do stuff get categorized as? What got a dude that's like you say that's they singing half the time on the record. All the time. Are you right? are you calling that or, or yeah or eighty percent of the time they're singing? Right. Why are you calling this rap? It's right. called the Aubrey. It's called yeah. the Aubrey effect. And I I like that. I like I like a lot of that stuff too. But um, I just don't like it. Can't be. It's it's not being put in the same uh category as what I make. So now what I make has no home on these uh these playlists or these radio a lot of radio shows because my stuff sound like it's not hip-hop <laughs> ain't that crazy <laughs> like you know some some uh platforms categorize the type of music i make as alternative hip-hop and i'm like okay if anything is alternative hip-hop it's this stuff on this it's lit playlist that's alternative hip-hop hip-hop you know it's like lit. It, it when you know you go to Apple Music, you, you try to find you a playlist to play, hip hop playlist, and it's all R and B. Like that's R and B music, man. You know when it come down to it, that's it, that's what it is. It's you know it's just it's, it's like a gangster R and B. You know, like if you're gonna if you're gonna break genres down, you know break genres down other new stuff. Don't break genres down other old stuff. <laughs> you know, like the traditional sound. Some way, well, what is the tr- traditional sound of hip hop? It has e- evolved so much, you know, since uh, 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 what you call it, um, Sugar Hill Gang and all them, Curtis Blow. It's it's evolved a lot, you know, but um, like, but that's 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 my I think that's my only frustration about you know, um, this era we're in is the fact that. You know, the type of music I make has no type of home, you know, no type of place where people can go to. Like, man, I want to hear stuff like that. Where do I go to hear songs like that? You know, because you, you, if you click your, your random like radio or something like that, they pulling up all kind of crazy, you know, stuff that you really don't want to hear. You want to hear some slaps, you know. <laughs> But they, I, it's, it's probably just nobody that works there that has an ear for that stuff. Like they just want to, they just want to get lit. You know, that's it. 
and I ain't, I ain't hating on that at all. I, I love a lot of I love a lot of new artists, man, and I, I can see why a lot of the you know what I'm saying younger uh, younger cats they um why they like it because you know it's different. It's just like when I was growing up, and and my my parents was listening to uh, 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 '70s music, and I just like or or Nita Baker and stuff, and I'm just like. I don't want to hear nothing with singing on it. I want to hear just rapping. That's it. I don't want to hear nothing. I didn't, I didn't like <laughs> growing up. I didn't listen to nothing with a singing on it. If I heard something start singing, I turn it off. You know, <laughs> I go to the next song. I had to grow into that. You know, it's crazy. Right. <laughs> right. I, I think we've all had that sort of transition from where everything that our parents <clears throat> listened to was distasteful at a point but then <laughs> got to a certain point in our evolution we find ourselves bumping a lot of the stuff that <laughs> that they bump they, <laughs> they still play it on the radio they still play it the same thing they was playing on the radio when i was a shorty they're still playing it is that that's just crazy like these these people is lazy as hell at these platforms man it don't matter what it is radio they lazy man. They don't even try. I don't even know. I don't even know. Lazy is wrong. Gate people being the gatekeepers. I mean, it's people who don't have connections to the culture. I mean, I think that's really what it is. Until like your point earlier, Kyle, like the culture vultures. They, I mean, they're going after the shiny object. They're not even looking at what's good. Uh, that they, yeah, they're not even going after what's good. There goes my child. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, they're go yeah, but they're not even going after what's good. They're going after just what's popular. Like mm -hmm. I think I put it, I had put in our text like a uh, what's his name, Spot him, got him, the beatbox, where everybody's loving that dance. What's what's called the Jubuk? What is the dance that everyone's doing now? The, the it's off of the song Beatbox. You've seen the video on Instagram with dudes dancing like they like they on crack. Oh, doing the the the, the yeah, thing yeah. with the arms. I don't know yeah. where that originated it, from, it, but it, the name it, of the song is called Beat, the name of the song is called Beatbox. Um, it's by some young dude named Spotum Got Him, and I mean like <laughs> you look at and he and but it's one of the top songs, and like everybody and then like all of his contemporaries look exactly like him. They just look like the dark skinned version of him. They got dreads in the head. I mean they all like eighteen. <laughs> And then, you know, <clears throat> I mean, and it's just, and I think that it's the problem is to your point is that the wrong people are being the tastemakers. They have no connections to the culture. They have no connections to the music that they're, you know, supposed to be reviewing. And I mean, we, Kyle and I've talked yeah. about that, you know, like with like the Rolling Stones when they had their top, you know, hip hop songs or whatever. And it was just like a lot to your point, a lot of R&B stuff. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, what is this? Right. Yeah. You know, it's just they're not even right. being like tasteful curators. They're like, oh, we're gonna just pick some black music, whatever is popular. We're gonna throw this shit at the wall and say, okay, this is you know the best songs of the year. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it's it's definitely that's definitely the case. Like the wrong people are making a call on the shots. You have these consolidation with these these uh major corporations owning these whatever television networks radio wave Clear channel iHeart radio and they, and they play the same stuff on every channel they own <laughs> you know they own a bunch of channels across the country and they, they have the same formats they don't let DJs play they own the stuff that they want to that they would want to play otherwise and you got a lot of people working for these companies that are just making a check like 
like we we've we've talked we've alluded to people who we know and, and Rasheed, you can probably attest to it too. People in Chicago who consider themselves hip hop heads and they work for a radio station or something, <laughs> you know? yeah. but they don't. But they 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 be steady, you know, running behind the the foolish the foolish stuff. You know, it's like you know you you see them out and they and they act like they the hip hop heads and everything, and, and they probably <laughs> well, are. They well, listen. Well, you can see stuff. why they listen to certain stuff on their own. But when they at work, they gotta promote and pump this other stuff. And and, and just it's I I just want to say it just makes no sense to me why we don't have a go ill radio type show anymore where oh, we man. where we put people from Chicago and and put them just play their play radio play artists from Chicago instead of just you know the stuff that they play they they play yeah. the same several every couple hours when you got so many artists here in Chicago who was popping, who was doing well, who make good radio, who would make good radio if they were on the radio, but you, you can't hear them at all. Mm -hmm. You know, Tim Buck too, you know, bless his soul, man. You know, he, he gave us like that last hope, you know, that little yeah, that last, last window because man, and you know, I, I understand. I get. I get what they're doing. You know, it's, you know, it's it's popular stuff, and you know, they want to chase younger crowds. You know why? I don't know, but that's what they want to do. I mean, they can't go go to shows. They're not going to buy no drinks. You know, I mean, we, we, I mean, not the shows that I go to. You know, I'm talking Wicker Park. You know, Bucktown, Logan Square. You know my usual stumping grounds. You know I, I ain't talking about in the hundreds somewhere, but <laughs> but but I, I understand I understand what they're doing. But I didn't hear you. What you say? I say yeah. Uh, go out to a, a a parking lot in Harvey and <laughs> whatever they whatever they be doing them shows that out there. Yeah, man, I, I ain't really with that. You know, I did a couple couple shows out there, and it's cool and all, but it's just a little crazy, man. You know, that that's one thing. I I, I know I'm all over the place with this, but uh, I was I was mentioning I had brought that up as a reference, talking to um one of my homies about the uh, the insurrection that happened. You know how one, it's hard to get three people in the same place at the same time let alone thousands of people. And second of all, where did everybody park at? Like, did they walk there from Kentucky and Tennessee? <laughs> like, I think, then I think about the parking lots in, at the shows in the hundreds. Man, getting out of that parking lot, you know, you really, you, you gotta, you, it could be your last moments on earth because something could pop off any minute minute that road rage kick in because getting you know and it ain't nearly as many cars that i imagine it was that was out there or trucks you know dooleys out there whatever they had out there <laughs> but um yeah that's what i'm saying like how, where did everybody park at where was they staying at i know they didn't walk there from you know whatever state they they was at because i know they everybody probably, didn't live in washington dc yeah Oh no! I can guarantee you, most of them probably was staying in Virginia somewhere. Man, they, they pop. Most in, of the people they popping off. Maryland is in. Most of the people they popping off is like in Texas, 
uh, Tennessee. I think they popped oh, yeah, off somebody yeah. in Arizona that was out there. Like, man, you know? I, feel, <laughs> like, I feel like the hotel where the, the hotels where they were staying at, where they the ones who were flying right. in from other states. Like, who made yeah, the flags in DC? You can't make them flags at the crib. Like, who, who made the flags? Like, that's what I'm saying. You know, it's all a setup, man. They knew that. They knew that was going to happen. That's why I want no police out there. They knew that was going to happen. But anyway, anyway, there's a, there's anyway. a lot of. Well, the, you, you you heard you heard today that the uh, the leader of the Proud Boys was, was a was a a snitch, snitcher to the FBI. Latin folks, huh? Yeah, he was Latin. He was Latin folks too, and, and he was snitching to the FBI. <laughs> Latin. Yeah, the dudes was all fucked up, man. Wow, that's crazy. It was it was lands being led to slaughter, man. Yeah, I don't I don't understand nothing about nothing they got going on because it, it just confuses me the more I find out. <laughs> like, like, yeah. First of all, why are you there? It's cold outside and it's a lot of y'all and it's a pandemic. Yeah. Like you're gonna die. Like it's COVID. They goof they was goofy as hell, Rashid, man. Dude, these dudes is crying over Trump, man. Like Trump don't give a fuck about you, and you crying over him losing an election. Man, Trump, like, Trump you, ain't you thinking about them your, boys. Risk your, yeah, you willing to risk your freedom over this dude who who wouldn't piss on you if he was on fire, man. Man, Trump, Trump was thinking about he like, man, I can't be the president no more. He ain't thinking about them. Like, man, he he really wanted to be the president again, man. Like, he like, man, that, I think that really broke his heart. <laughs> Like, he he, he wants he want, he want to get the folks from New York off his ass. That's the thing. They <clears throat> they about to they about to serve him up some shit. Them uh them, them lawyers in New York. Yeah, I know he ain't looking forward to that. Cause man, boy, you know that that's gonna be a downfall of somebody with hella paper. You know, and that's yeah, gonna be that's gonna be an ugly fall. That's gonna be an ugly fall, man. But man, it, that's what I'm saying. It, it's just crazy, man. But it, it's you know, like I said, we got, you know, we getting past that man as best we could, and and you know, I, before we wrap up, man, I just you know, I'm looking forward to having, like I said, with Dreads being the soundtrack of of certain movement and everything that we make it, you know, I, I'm looking forward to you being a soundtrack as well, and and it's, it's it's interesting that he he mentioned that he probably gonna have the Dilla project come out in the summer. Cause when I was listening to Prime Diesel, I was like, "Man, this making me this, this sound like some summer music to me. This sound like some riding up and down Lakeshore Drive music." Exactly. To me. And I, I, yeah. I'm waiting. I'm waiting for summer to come so I could bump that Prime Diesel in the yeah. winter. Yeah, I, the project is for the whole year. Like it's set up to be for the whole year. Like it's it's gonna sound good when it's cold when it's hot. I guarantee you, it's been these songs been tested. You know, we've been. Like like I said, this record has been like twelve plus years in the making. You know, we started. I I don't even know. I think we recorded the first song in two thousand eight or seven or something like that. And we just been recording over the years. We'll get up every now and then, and uh and work on the on, work on the song. And <clears throat> you know, we've been had like a full project probably by twenty twelve ish. You know, but we just was still recording songs. You know. And um, man, it, it was, you know, it came to a point where I was like, man, y'all, it's time, man, it's time to do this. So, uh, you know, I, I started mixing all the records. I had to go back, like, 
<laughs> you know, I had to pull up like my Windows XP computer and pull up stuff. That's how old, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's how old sessions were, you know, and bounce them out and pull them up since I use Pro Tools now, you know. And, um, man, <laughs> that was that that was a mission in itself, like tracking out all the beats, like finding the beats, tracking them out. Like that was that took me uh that took me it took me just it took me four days just to get all the just to get all the beats, you know, tracked and everything. Like don't Rashid, mm-hmm. can I ask one thing for the future? Mm-hmm. Don't wait, don't wait ten years to push it out. Let us have it sooner than later, man. We, oh yeah, yeah, you absolutely. Know, I can't now, you I, know I, ten years I, I you know, I definitely ain't gonna be able to listen to this with more with my kids, so you know I need oh, yeah, to yeah. tune in later. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man, absolutely. But I, at, like, least, at least it'll always have something you can make a little change off of, though. True yeah. indeed, true indeed. But yeah, no, nah, definitely I'm gonna. Uh, I got like um, sell them to I, the I got a lot of music on deck. Like you know, I, I gotta actually have my next four years planned out. So um, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a lot on deck. You know, I just want to give it a really good push. You know, I. I this is the first time in my life where I could put a hundred percent into my music career. You know, I spent, you know, most of my early days of my career, I was working a day job. So I couldn't, you know, I missed a lot of opportunities, you know, supposed to hung out with a lot of famous people and stuff. And I was like, man, I got to go to work in the morning. Now I can't go and all this other stuff, mm-hmm. you know, just, you know, different things like that. So, and, and, you know, that, that's one of the reasons why I didn't put out as much music as, as I could have, but, you know, I was still, I, I dropped some every year, you know, pretty much every year. If it wasn't me, I was producing it and mixing it. But, um, you know, I treat those projects like mine too. And, um, but uh you know now you know since i left the day job like two years ago now so since then that's why i've been that's why i've been on tour and i done dropped all these records since then and you know <laughs> i finally got time to, to focus on myself instead of going to work every day getting my spirit brought down and uh getting sunned all day by some you know little small caucasian woman or something you know whatever whoever <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we've all been there, man. And, you know, ain't, ain't like living your dream, and, yeah. and we definitely glad to see that you are, are in a in a great space now, uh, personally and creatively, man. And you know, like I said we've been we've been rocking with you for a minute, man. So we just glad to see the growth and the evolution continue, man. Because we know where you come from, and you know, we definitely want to see how far you can go. Because, like we say, the you know, people been sleeping on you for a minute, and, and that's got to stop, man. They, you know, people yeah. got to know how dope you are. Yeah, I, yeah, I'm definitely on that. I'm I'm definitely on making that my mission to uh to make that not be a, a thing anymore. Like you know, the um you know what I'm saying the slept the most slept on, you know the uh, what's the other word they use? I forgot. Can't think of it right now, but uh, <laughs> you know, it's, it's a mission of mine. Underrated. That's that's it. That's the word. Underrated. You know, and, but I'm. That's my mission, man. To uh, put my best effort forward with through myself, and also through uh, Fillmore Green, through Neek, all my guys. You know, Taiwan, Since Nine Six, Fable, everybody. You know, making sure we all just put our best effort in with the time that we have, because. All we like, like Drez was saying, you know, earlier. Right now, is is when we supposed to be 
getting things together. Right now, we, we don't need to be waiting. Oh, waiting for the right time. The right time is always right now. So that's what that's what we own, and we own it as a team, you know. And um, yeah, man, that that's my mind state right now. Yeah, shout out to Gold uh, Gold Standard. Shout out to Culture Forty Culture Power Forty Five. Mm-hmm. You know, that's uh, where the the Prime Diesel record is on. Definitely follow those labels and those brands, and and follow the artists that are associated with them, including. Rashid Hadi because they 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 really where it's at right now when it comes to Chicago hip hop. Yes, and, indeed. You know, do, do you, I know you say you got the next four years planned out. You got anything you want to tease in 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 the near future? Uh, yeah. You know what? Um, we got a project coming out. Uh, NRFS. It's um it's a group project with Neek Fable, sincerely since nine six, and myself. NRFS. Neek Rashid ID Fable since '96. We got a uh, we got a project coming real soon. You know, uh, we uh, we we putting the putting the finishing touches on that, and uh, you know also uh, working on a project with uh, Neek and Rita J. You know, I, I'm I'm only guest appearing on like one or two songs, one song or something like that, and I. I'm not sure if I did a beat on there or not. But I know Neek did all the beats, but I'm I'm mixing all of it and um, you know what I'm saying, making sure it hit right and, and sound, you know what I'm saying, how that high D sound to it. Yeah. Yeah, looking forward to that. I think I heard a little bit about that um Neek and Rita J joint. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. Yeah. That's man. what's coming. I got like I, I got a um I got another solo project coming soon too. Um I can't okay. get I can't get a title yet, but uh, I, it actually the the original release date was uh, Friday, so that lets you know how soon it should be coming out. I had to push it back. I had to push it back. You know, I had to you know saying rework some creative ideas, okay. but um, yeah, I, I'm I'm pushing back just a little bit. But it actually was supposed to be coming out this Friday, believe it or not. <laughs> uh. Yeah, well, I, ain't, I ain't messing around, man. Like, I'm telling you, it's about uh, to be a lot of music. I was going to shout out the EP, though, uh, that's under your name that you just that you put out a couple months ago, too. That's that's really dope, too, man. The, six the, Packs the, and Cognac. Six Packs and Cognac. Yeah, that was a, that's a dope EP. Yeah, right man. There. Real proud of that one. Real proud of that one. Because, uh, one, you know, I, I was finally able to put out some really new stuff like i recorded all of those songs last year no one of them was from from a little bit earlier but most of it i recorded last year like during the pandemic and stuff once once that once that kicked in so it it was just it was just good for people to hear that and plus you know i finally got a joint with kenny keys on there and a joint with fifth element so and the joint with knots and sky zoo that you know, that was yeah. just that was just a dream come true. That whole record, you know, my man Sky Zoo came through with a with a fire verse, knots with a with one of the craziest beats I ever heard by him. So man, you know, I, I love that project, man. My man Peter Jericho went on there and just snapped on the uh, on the um, tire running. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, lo- I love that. I'm very proud of that project, man. Very proud of it. Yeah, so definitely listen to that, and and that'll hold y'all over until the, this this uh, upcoming project comes out. So 
Yeah. yeah definitely uh, definitely that, rock with the stick. <clears throat> that and deli slice. <laughs> yeah, gold stare the, the gold stare the collective uh uh album deli slice. They're just run it down, man. What's what run it down? Everything that, that you want people to 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 stream, to buy, buy, you know, make sure you buy, don't don't necessarily stream. You know, stream it all day. Buy it if you like it. You know, just yeah, let people yeah. know where all, get, get, all your shit is, where, all, where to get it at. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, get down however you live. I know, I know. You know, people like me and and my friends, we like to buy stuff. But you know, a lot of people like to stream. It's cool. But um, man, you know, if you if you need to get, get caught up, get them stimmies though. People get them stimmies. Oh, yeah. they, they get a they get stingy. Get a, you know, get you get that, that splurge. Stimmy, that that, yeah, that, that first day splurge, that that tax day splurge, and all that, you know, yeah. all that's coming up. So, yeah, man. But um, yeah, man. If y'all want to get started somewhere, y'all can check out Oral Sex. You know, that's um, that's a good one. Um, the Dreamer EP. These these are projects I dropped officially in um 2019, summer 2019. You know, and um, that was just to get the ball rolling. You know, get get my name back out there because, um, you know, um, you know, I hadn't been kind of really out there like that as a as an artist. I had been doing the beat beat showcases for a minute, but yeah, y'all can get started with them projects. But definitely I more missed, recent I missed stuff. Those, by the way, the beat low five man. You I missed the, which we one? missed that. The beat low five. Oh the beat man, low five. those were the man. days. <laughs> those were the days. <laughs> But yeah, the new stuff, man. We dropped Deli Slice. Um, this is all the stuff from last fall. You know, we we kind of been on a tear. Deli Slice, six packs of cognac, in a stock by Neek. Um, the Survival Scroll by Fillmore Green, um, and uh, Prime Diesel. You know, everything uh, mixed and mastered by yours truly. You know, produced probably a lot, good majority of it. Like on the Deli Slice project, I probably only didn't produce three or four songs, you know, and um, and I produced the rest of the record, you know. Um, yeah, man. So it's 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 lots of music. If if you catch me on Spotify or Apple Music, you know, it's it's laid out right there. You could just take your pick. Um, you know, you can catch me on my website. Bandcamp pretty good too, right? Yeah, yeah. Bandcamp, you can hit my bandcamp. Go bandcamp. Yeah, you can go straight to uh, RashidHadid.com. You go straight to my bandcamp, and uh, that there you can get everything. You know, you well, you can get more music than anywhere else because my mixtapes are on there as well. The ones we were mentioning, 808s and High D. You can also get the uh, the Don't Care joint when I chopped up Drake's whole album, Take Care. Um and and also my year in music mixtapes are really crazy. Year in yes, music, sir. uh yeah, man. So the high diesel mixtape, which is you know, the original you know, high diesel now is prime diesel, you know, that's where that name kind of came from, you know. So yeah, yeah, man. It's, it's, it's a lot of a lot of good music on there. So y'all tuned in, man. Check it out. I guarantee you won't be disappointed. Yes, sir. He's he's one of the best, man. He's he, uh, probably the best in the city right now, man. Rashid Adi, man. We thank you so much, brother. Yes, for indeed. And building with us. Yes, indeed. I appreciate y'all, man. Thanks for having me on here. It's a pleasure. You know, got a chance to build with Drez and y'all brothers, man. 
So, you know, it's all good, man. I'm on here whenever y'all need me. Just hit me. Yeah, we'll we'll stay up, bro. We'll we'll definitely stay up, and we'll be uh continuing to promote, you know, whatever you got going on there down the pipe. We definitely supporting, and we gonna uh, help amplify that shit as best we can. No doubt, no doubt. Much appreciated. All right, y'all. I'm out, man. All right, all right, man. All right, peace, peace, peace. out. Man. Thanks right, again. Peace. No doubt. Yeah. All right. All right. They jumped out on me early, <laughs> but we good though, man. You be, you stay up, bro. We uh, yeah, we'll holler at you later. I no doubt. Peace, peace. I'm trying to figure out how to close this. <laughs> oh, okay. Here go. Here we go. All right, pe- All right peace. Yeah, yeah. I see it. All right, K. All right, K. All right, peace, bro. bro. Yep. All right, for sure. That's it, there, man. Definitely. Thanks for those who watched. Uh, We've been watching our recent episodes. We've been getting some good uh, increase in viewers, so appreciate y'all. We got a lot more coming up the pike, man. Some great guests. I'm telling y'all, man. You're gonna see uh, next few weeks. We got some real interesting, uh, you know, higher profile guests coming up on the show, man. So uh, definitely uh, stay with us, man, and uh, you know, keep uh, keep rocking with everything we do. We are Regal Radio. Dot com war on anchor or uh, podcast versions of this. I try, I, 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 I say I'll be doing the podcast versions of these shows. It's kind of hard to, you know, mix and stuff, but, but I'm gonna put, I'm gonna put something together actually, uh, music wise, another mix. You know, we, uh, we put together a tribute mix to MF Doom a couple weeks ago. Uh, that's got some good response, good, some good plays and stuff. I'm gonna put together a little something actually blending. Uh, our two guests today, uh, some Drez and some uh, Rashid Hadi, some stuff that y'all may not be up on. If you up on it or whether you not are not, you know, I think you're going to like this mix. So I'm going to put that together in the next couple of days and, uh, you know, put out this uh, podcast version of this. So if you can't watch the video, if you're at work or something, and you want to just sit back and listen to us again, uh, appreciate, you know, please do that on Anchor. And, of course, like I say, uh, Facebook, uh, we also put our stuff on Facebook. I should be doing something on Friday. Uh, the uh, Varsity Show, like the Varsity Show specials, do those on Facebook with some good guests on that. I got a couple people I'm going to have on Friday on Facebook streaming live. And, uh, yeah, more more here on YouTube, uh, pretty much something every day, every other day. Uh, Second City Sports, uh, In the Scope with Joshua M. Hicks. Uh, running with war, new running with war. We doing that every week. Basketball talk, college, professional, NBA, you know, WNBA, everything, and of course our writing on. Like I said on in uh, wearewithradio.com. Great writing uh, for my guys, and um, we some more interesting stuff too. I'm trying. I gotta hold back, so I want to say some more, but I'm we get we always working on something. You know, re, redoing our platforming, giving the or adding to our platforming, giving you more and more of what you're looking for. Social media, IG, Twitter, all that. We're going to give you more and more, man, in 21, man. That's what we're doing. There's, the time is now. Like uh, you know, Hadith said, Idris said, there's no time right now, no time like the present. And uh, we definitely going to make uh, the present work for us here on, on uh, War Media. So.
keep rocking with us. Showing the right back. And in the, in the meantime, you know, stay safe, stay respectful, man. Keep a uh, keep keep a uh, on your shit. And, uh, take care of yourself, man. We'll be out. We're out, <laughs> and we'll be back uh, next week in the building.